Hello, welcome back to another episode of the Barely Athletic Fantasy Football Podcast. My name is Brendan. I'm here with Andrew. Hello. We're going to be breaking down the team grades for the NFC West. I am very excited for this one. This is one of the most exciting divisions in football and might, might be, be my best. personal favorite. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, we don't have a whole lot of news to go over uh, mm. to start off, so let's just jump in with the Seattle Seahawks. Let's they finished at the top of the division with a 12-4 and record. The Seahawks started on a five-game winning streak and lost to the Rams in the first round of the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this was a really interesting season for the for the Seahawks. Uh, like you know, like I just said, they had a hot start to the season, a little bit rocky towards the end, but uh, just an all around fun team to watch. Really, yeah. uh, very exciting. A lot of fancy relevant players. Uh, yeah, and I guess I'll just go over the the top performance here. Russell Wilson, yeah. obviously, a big name. Uh, wide, uh, quarterback six of the year. Um. Over 4,000 passing yards, 40 TDs, which is very solid, 13 interceptions. Uh, you got DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett. Those are both top 10 wide receivers for you. Um, both over 1,000 yards. Both have 10 touchdowns. Both over 130 targets. Huge. That is that is some crazy, crazy numbers there. Uh to have Huge. two yeah, two receivers, two top ten receivers with with those stats. Yeah. Amazing. Um run game was okay. Chris Carson, uh six hundred and eighty one yeah. rushing yards, five rushing TDs, uh, but he also had almost three hundred receiving yards with four receiving TDs. I think Carson's a little underrated in the passing game. People kind of forget how good he is, uh, mainly because he gets injured for about on average four games a season which is what happened this year, uh, which is why he's not a top 15 running back. He finishes the running back 19. Uh, those are really the top guys. Uh, their defense? Yeah. Eh. Yep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, that's how you sum up their defense. Just, eh. Their, yeah. their rushing defense, great. Uh, mm-hmm. t- fifth place, actually. Uh, only oh, 95. Really? Actually... Yep. Surprising, right? Good. Yeah, 95 rushing yards allowed per game on average. Then we check out the passing yards allowed per game, <laughs> and they're at a whopping 285, finishing second to last just behind the Atlanta Falcons. They wow. were a worse passing defense than the Detroit Lions. Think about that for a second. Wow. Ooh, not good. That is not good. Uh, so, yeah, if, if you had receivers going up against the Seahawks, you had a field day. So. Good for them. Uh, yep. What the Seahawks did right this season, passing game, pretty yep. obvious. Russell Wilson, DK Metcalf, Tyler Lockett, top guys. I think that that's basically what they did right. Yep. Um, what they need to improve on: get a balanced offense. Yep. Uh, Chris Carson, I, I would say, get him more snaps, even though he's, you know, deals with injuries a lot. Uh, he's a problem fumbling the ball as well. Um, although no fumbles this year. But he's he's yeah. has a reputation of that. You just got to make sure you got a good backup for Chris Carson. Uh, and Rashad Penny was out uh, the entire season last season. Now he's back. Now you have him, DJ Dallas. I th- I think you still have Alex Collins down there as well. So I, I think you got a good enough depth at running back. I would just like to see Carson be more involved, uh, as well as the tight end situation. Yep. Uh, the the Titans were good. 2019, Disley, um, Hollister. Hollister's not on the team anymore. 
Disley was just not a good tight end. Uh, they signed <laughs> Greg Olson, so yeah, uh, last year. So yeah, they brought in Gerald Everett Everett for this Everett upcoming this season. Year. So that's what I'm looking forward to a lot. So yeah, yep. actually, yeah, off season moves. Gerald Everett yep. signing one year deal. Uh, I think it's very very good signing. He's definitely a step up above any other tight end they have on this team. Resigning Chris Carson was big. Uh, just because I don't think they were going to find... This is this is one of the few free agent predictions that I got correct. Uh, I didn't think they were going to find a better running back for uh, for the price that they wanted. So I think they got Chris yeah. Carson for decently cheap. Um, yeah, re-signing some defenders, a lot of defensive linemen that they that they got. I think that's a good. Just keep that keep that uh, that run defense prime. Um, you know, you, you don't want to. Don't want to lose on lose out on the one good thing about your defense. Um, yeah, and that that's that's really it. Just defenders and a tight end is what what they uh, yeah. need to improve on, and they they improved on it uh, this season. So good for them. I really like Everett. I really like Everett. I'm going back to him. I think he's. I, I think Everett is going to be the most underrated tight end this season. Yeah, honestly, I think he's gonna be I so good. Oh, I think he's gonna be so good under Russell Wilson. Uh, yeah, I mean it, it's it's gonna be. It, I got some hot takes about this team uh, going into next season, which we'll talk about uh, later on this year, but more towards when the season starts. A um, couple of these hot takes is that Russell Wilson's overrated, but I'll get into that in a later episode. But we're talking about the season that they just previously had. They finished 12-4. and four. They were a very solid team overall. They had some flaws, which the Rams figured out uh, in the playoffs. So I, I'm going to give a, a good old B-plus to the Seattle Seahawks. Yeah, B-plus for me. Mm-hmm. Finished top of the division, 12-4. and four. You know, can't get much better than that, yeah. but they've got some areas to improve on. So B-plus. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Let's move on to number two, the Los Angeles Rams. They finished the season with a 10 and six record. They ended up losing in the playoffs to the Packers in the second round. Yeah, this is a, uh, you're going to be hearing this a lot in this episode. Another fun team. I, uh, I love this team. This is, this is just fun. So break it down for me, Andrew. Yeah. What, what did the Rams do right this season? Well, what they did right. Ooh, a lot. Uh, yeah, there's, there's what, what they what they did right last season. So we'll we'll talk about last season and not uh, uh-huh. some more current events. But drafting Cam Akers, I think that's what they did Boom. right. Huge. Now he wasn't involved early on uh, in the offense, which I think is a big mistake. It, but, it was a mistake, but I can, but you can he, understand. he got in there. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you can understand it. You can understand why they kind of wanted. They were a little hesitant about him. Uh, 145 carries. Uh, 625 rushing yards, only two TDs. That's going to take, he's going to take a big step forward this season. Uh, yeah, no doubt about that. Their receiving game was still on point. Robert Woods, 936 receiving yards, six TDs. Cooper Cup, 974 receiving yards, three TDs, uh, both targeted over 125 times. Robert Woods finishes. 13th best receiver Cooper Cup uh, was sitting at 26, so just a, a fringe, two top 25 receivers basically. Mm-hmm. Um, Tyler Higby was good as well, uh, and I like the addition of Van Jefferson. So I, I think 
that you know, their their off season before the 2020 season was pretty pretty solid there. Uh, things they needed to improve on quarterback. Uh, Jared yeah. Goff is he's a good quarterback when you have good weapons around him. Yeah. Now the Rams had some decent weapons around him. That's why they found success. That's why they finished second in their division, ten and six. That's why they made it uh, to the second round of the playoffs. Um, but I, I think Goff is a uh, is something that they need to that they needed to fix, and they did. They traded for Sam, uh, not Sam Darnold. What the heck am I talking about? <laughs> they traded for Matthew Stafford. Uh, they gave up. I would say a little too much two first rounders, but the Rams like to give up first rounders because apparently they don't care. Uh, but I, I they're they're going to have some cap space problems. Uh, they already have some cap space problems, and they're going to have some uh, in the near future. So they're making a playoff. They're making a Super Bowl push. Bringing in Matthew Stafford. Bringing in a, a quarterback who throws for over 4,000 yards almost every season and is not afraid to take without risks. Without weapons. He, without yeah. weapons. Without yeah. weapons. Yeah. Like, he threw 4,000 yards, 26 TDs last season without Kenny Galladay. Yeah. The top receivers, <laughs> Marvin Jones and Quintez Cephas. Like, that's so yeah. ridiculous. Stafford is hugely underrated. Uh, finishes the 16th best quarterback last season. I can see him. He's probably going to be, if you've listened to our quarterback, top 10 quarterback episodes every year before the season starts, we break down our top 10 and then we predict who, what player outside of the top 10 has the potential of finishing top five that season. I honestly might pick Matthew Stafford for this. You you put him on yeah, a team a with, with great weapons like Woods Cup, Higby, Akers can catch the ball as well. On a team that doesn't depend on him to, you know, to to carry him, like yeah. the Rams had the number one defense in the NFL last season, giving up the least amount of yards per game, the least amount of passing yards per game, and the third least amount of rushing yards per game. Uh, I mean, not this to team's mention, elite. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's it, an elite. This team. team's elite. Yeah. Uh, oh, not to mention the the least amount of points allowed per game. Like wow. it is a top team that I believe is going to be actual Super Bowl contenders. And I mean, they're top top of their division next season. They're going to be like, top of their division yeah. next season. Yeah, yeah, there's no doubt in my mind about that. Uh, they also signed Deshaun Jackson, which, eh, you know, they lost I mean, Josh Reynolds, signed Deshaun Jackson. Jackson's yeah. going to have two or three big plays, uh, but that's really about it. I, I'm, I wouldn't draft Deshaun Jackson at all. Um, but yeah, I, this, this team's trending up. I think yep. they had a good season last season and I think they're going to improve even more. I agree. Th- this is, this is the team that I think I am really, I'm most excited for this season. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I'm going to give them a solid B. Whoa. Yeah. A um, 10 to six record with the number one defense, not to mention two top 25 receivers and I mean, a top rookie running back i quite honestly i was just gonna say i'm surprised at uh a b solid i'm giving them well, a b plus because b plus, yeah. i gave the seahawks yeah. b plus so i, I, I mean i i gave the the seahawks uh, a b plus but my my kind of idea with that is that um you know the the seahawks were a, a little bit more efficient they had more weapons that performed on offense mm. um like Ooh. I don't know, like as you see, you know, DK was 
you know, he was top, well, I guess top top five for sure. Yeah. You got two top tens and then you have, um, and then the Rams had Mm -hmm. Robert Woods and Cooper cup who were both outside of the top 10. Cooper cup is outside of the top 20 really. So, you know, that's kind of my line of thought there where it kind of evens out a little bit. This team had a great season. So Rams, plus the Rams so. did beat the Seahawks in the playoffs. So they I guess, did. yes. <laughs> yeah. You, you might be convincing me, but I can't back yeah. down on my uh, yep. original B statement. I mean, so. B's, B's good. B's but good. yeah, I'm I would give them yeah. B, B plus. Mm-hmm. Let's move on to one of my personal favorite teams. Yep. Obviously they aren't, you know, best team, but Arizona Cardinals third in the division finished the season with an eight and eight record. Before the season started, the Cardinals traded for DeAndre Hopkins from the Texans. Yeah. Huge move. Absolutely huge that move. Kyler like so long ago. It did feel like so so long ago. Yeah. You know, Kyler Murray needed uh needed a solid weapon and yep. you know he got it. They they shined this season. Sure, eight and eight record doesn't reflect the uh, you know kind of the upside that they have, but um uh, they're in a tough division. So, you know, this was another really fun team to watch this season. Um, you know, and yeah, they've got areas that they need to improve in, but yep. you know, I, another fun team. So yeah, so the obviously the D Hop trade was probably the biggest rob one of the biggest robberies in in NFL history. I would say, what is Bill O'Brien like? What was he thinking? I don't know what he was thinking. That that what might have been the worst trade since Herschel Walker between the <laughs> Cowboys and the fight. No, nothing's going to beat the Herschel Walker trade. If you don't know about that, <laughs> please look it up. Yeah, and that just summarizes the Minnesota Vikings in in one trade. Yeah, uh, the, to this day there are still like draft picks being affected by the Herschel Walker trade. So look it up; it's crazy. But this might be one of the biggest biggest robberies. I mean, you're getting rid of David Johnson, who uh, injury prone. Yep, and uh, just underperforming, and you get Kyler Murray, the the second year quarterback, the best the previous best receiver in the nfl yeah like it's there's no like hopkins will never be like a healthy deandre hopkins for the next like three four years is going to be top 10 no doubt yeah so like yeah picking up hopkins you got Kenyon drake as running back as well which is another top player um that's that's really their only top players is the, that core three. Yep. Chase Edmonds actually was very involved last year. Uh, he basically took a away, solid fantasy option. So. Very good. Yeah. He took yeah. away 97 snaps out of uh, uh, took, took that away from Kenyon Drake ran for mm-hmm. 450 yards and a touchdown. Uh, but Edmonds is really where he, he thrived was in the receiving game. Uh, 402 recept, uh, not receptions, 402 receiving yards, four receiving TDs. <laughs> uh, yeah, just a versatile running back. Now, what they need to improve on is is their defense. They lost Pat yep. Pete. So, secondary, I would say, is their their biggest uh, need for improvement, as well as their rushing defense. Uh, receivers as well, I, I would bring in at the end of, you know, if, if we're talking like right at the end of the season. Um, yep. That's kind of what they did. They did something similar to that. So defense, obviously JJ Watt was a big, was a big deal. Yep. Um, in my opinion, if JJ Watt wants to win a Super Bowl, I would have gone elsewhere, but you know, could have went to Pittsburgh. Just saying, 
Yep. Uh, good pick for the Arizona Cardinals, though. You already locked down a a, a good rushing defense. Um, they got Rod- Rodney Hudson, a center, which I think was was big as well. I know that offensive line wasn't their biggest problem, but it it helps when you get like one of the best centers in the game. Um, Malcolm Butler was a was a corner that they signed, a very good replacement for Pat Pete. And then Is we there? get into the the bigger players. Colt McCoy, oh quarterback. No, <laughs> Let's go. Uh, James Conner, uh, one of the yep. most recent deals. Uh, he signed a one-year deal with Arizona Cardinals. It's going to be a little bit of a mess between him and Chase Edmonds. Um, I would have liked to see Chase Edmonds be the, the lone back, but the Cardinals you know, didn't have complete faith in him, so they pick up James Conner. Uh, the... the Biggest worry to me is the red zone opportunity uh, for Chase Edmonds. So I could see Chase Edmonds still being the uh, being the main running back, especially when it comes to pass catching. Yep. But James Conner will end the season with more rushing touchdowns than Chase Edmonds. It's going to be a very similar situation between Ronald Jones and Leonard Fournette. Expect that same situation. Chase Edmonds is Ronald Jones. James Conner is Leonard Fournette. Um, they're probably both gonna they're they're gonna perform about the same level as those two as well. I would probably give the edge to the Buccaneers run game a little, a little bit over the uh, the Cardinals, but that's what I expect there. Uh, getting a, another wide receiver, uh, I think was a was a huge move for the Cardinals. AJ Green, um, I really like that move. I think AJ Green is gonna be fantasy relevant once again uh, under a good quarterback. No offense to Joe Burrow, but AJ Green has checked out at that point. Yeah, too little, too late. Uh, basically, is what AJ Green said to uh, to Joe Burrow. So, <laughs> sorry, man. Yeah, it's <laughs> AJ Green. I'm very, I'm very much looking forward to. He's going to be the wide receiver too. Yep. He was targeted over a hundred times last last uh, last season. Didn't do a lot with those targets, but Kirk has Christian Kirk has not stepped up as the wide receiver too. Larry Fitzgerald is no longer a wide receiver two uh, performer. Andy Isabella is not a wide receiver two. All those guys that I just mentioned, it will be great for wide receiver three. Bringing in AJ Green is a risk. It's a big risk. Yep. But I think the reward is worth it because I still think there's some juice in him left. I think he's, he's, got, he's got a little bit left in the tank, and I think that he could be fantasy relevant. Once again, he's not going to be a week-in, week-out starter. But I think that given certain matchups, I think AJ Green is going to be flex worthy. So yeah. if you're in a dynasty league, or just even if you're you're listening to this, just you know, think about AJ Green in those late rounds. Yep, really consider that because uh, he's add him to your watch list. He's, I think he's going to be great. Um, yeah. Then I, I I would also like to see Cardinals draft a first. They need to draft a defender. They got to improve on that. However. Uh, second and third round, I would like to see some receivers being taken. Yep. Yeah, you, you add like a I, in my mock draft, I actually had them picking Jalen Waddle, which would be oh, that'd be fun. Ooh, I would actually like that a lot. That'd be really good. Take but, away a little little bit of the risk of you know AJ Green when you bring in yeah. the top top receivers. Yeah, so exactly. Otherwise, in the second round, I mean, you can get Elijah Moore. Ooh. Right, you can probably get Terrace Marshall. He might fall to the second. Yeah. Like there's there's so many options at wide receiver. So yeah, 
Uh, overall grade, I want to go with a C plus. I want to put them in the Bs, but yeah, I, was, I can't put them there. Their defense was too bad. Yeah, I I was gonna say I'm probably giving them a bit too high of a grade here because I'm going B minus. Um, but yeah, yeah I mean, Promising. there's a yeah a lot of a lot of signs of life here. I've mm-hmm. really enjoyed the Kyler Murray D hop connection. Um, it's just yeah, and it's just ridiculous. You know, de- decent team, mm-hmm. hard division. So. Yeah. Yep. All right, moving on to the last team in the division, San Francisco 49ers Here. finished with a 6-10 and 10 record. The 49ers had the most injured squad in the NFL this last season, with some of the big names being George Kittle, Nick Bosa, Jimmy G, and Raheem Mostert. They had a rough season when it, came to, uh, when it comes to injuries. So uh, not surprised that they're at the bottom of the division here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's a... Uh... No, no shock there. There must have been a, uh, there, there must be a, uh, must have put a typo in there because I said big names and put Jimmy Garoppolo, but ooh, uh, <laughs> but yeah, no, he's fine. I know it's he's a uh, he's good. It's Jimmy G. Yeah, he's okay. it's Jimmy G. Yeah, uh, but yeah, six and ten, uh, disappointing. Injuries was the biggest problem to them. Uh, they also played like half of their games in Arizona. Um, over, they got kicked out of their own city their own during the pandemic. So, so. yeah, it, it was a little bit of a letdown for San Fran. Uh, but there was still, there's still some promise there. Um, so Brandon, I mean, Ayuk, this team was in the Super Bowl two years ago. So. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> they were in the Super Bowl, and like yeah. we expected a a we didn't expect them to make Super Bowl again. We expected a regression. Yeah. I didn't expect a six and ten regression. I mean, yeah, I was yeah, I was gonna say because I remember at the beginning of this season, uh, before the season, we were talking about uh, seeing Super Bowl hangover from the 49ers. and they looked promising at the beginning yeah, of the season. Fine. I remember saying that we didn't see a whole lot of Super Bowl hangover. I spoke too soon. Yeah, that they was way too they soon. got the obliterated by in- injuries. Like yeah. everything yeah. wrong happened to them. So. Yeah. Uh, before the season started, their their biggest move, I guess, was signing or drafting Brandon Ayuk uh, at ASU. He was a receiver I was really excited about. Um, yeah, he, he's a guy I I think is is he's already the wide receiver one for San Fran. Yep. Uh, in terms of top players, I mean, when they're healthy, Mostert was good. When he yep. when he was healthy, the issue is he wasn't. <laughs> uh, he played eight games. Um, and he was kind of the, the, the last two week, 14, 15, he even 13, he, he kind of just was a rotation player. By that point, they kind of were just like, all right, let's limit his snaps. Cause we don't, you know, we, we need him to recover. We need him to be healthy by next year. So, uh, we saw a lot of Jeff Wilson, uh, who led the team in rushing touchdowns. We saw Jarek McKinnon, uh, who also scored more fantasy points than Mostert. So yikes. Mostert's a, a big concern for me. Uh, yep. When he's healthy, I, I love him. I think he's great. I think he's a solid running back. A uh, lower end running back two is probably his, his ceiling. Uh, but he, he's got to stay healthy. So mm-hmm. that's that's the big concern there. But back to Brandon Ayuk. Uh, great, great season. Great rookie season. Yeah. Um, Debo Samuel got injured pretty early on, and that was uh, that gave Brandon Ayuk a chance to to be uh, already in that wide receiver one uh, spot. Sixty receptions, seven hundred and fifty receiving yards, five TDs, targeted ninety six times. 
uh, from the various quarterbacks that the 49ers had. Um, yeah, it it was. Uh, I think he was really the the one the one bright and shining star out of the San Fran team. Uh, yeah, there's there's a lot they need to improve on. Jimmy Garoppolo can't play a full season. Uh, San Fran's looking to trade him. It sounds like they want a first, which is ridiculous because they didn't even pay a first for him. The running back situation is fine. I like the depth that they have. It just sucks for fantasy. Uh, I would like for them to get another receiver. I think that Ayuk and Samuel uh, can't be the only two guys. Uh, And, you know, once Kittle comes back, you you get another... You know, you get the second best tight end of the game. So um, their defense was still very good. Uh, Even without Bosa, they were still a top tier defense, giving up the fourth least uh, total yards per game, fourth least passing yards per game, um, fifth least rushing yards per game. Like they're they're up there still with with top defense. Now they're they're losing Richard Sherman, which is unfortunate, but. Yep. They still got players like like Tart, uh like Verrett, Williams, uh yeah, and and they signed Mosley. So I think good moves on defense. Um in terms of what they did in the offseason, re-signing Trent Williams was their big move. Uh just locking in that left tackle. Uh they signed Mohamed Sanu, which <laughs> I think is kind of funny because, you know, he used to play quarterback. Started- He's yeah. a quarterback. Put him a quarterback. Oh, yeah, there you go. Yep. Put, Put him a quarterback. quarterback. He's got a couple passing touchdowns. Uh <laughs> yeah, it's it's uh they need to improve on a lot of things. They have a very early draft pick, which I'm pretty pretty excited about. So yeah, I don't know. I don't know what they're gonna do here. Um they they traded up to number three. Like I said, very early. They traded with the Dolphins for that number three spot. They're almost like definitely gonna pick quarterback. Yeah. I, I can't imagine. They they said Mac Jones is their guy, which again I refuse to believe. I had a whole rant about this in my mock draft episode. I think Justin Fields is the best option. They attended his second pro day. He looked great. Uh no matter who San Fran gets, whether it's Fields, Mac Jones, or Trey Lance, I think all three of those quarterbacks are very talented. And I think they're gonna do well under Kyle Shanahan in this offense. So I'm really looking forward to whatever quarterback uh, goes to this team. I do believe that the best option for them is Justin Fields because overall he is the most talented out of those three. But whoever they pick, they pick for a reason. Uh, yeah. I, I, I still think it'll be a mistake to pick any other quarterback because I, Justin Fields is the best talent. But Kyle Shanahan, I'll be the I'll be the bigger man and admit that he knows a little bit more about football than I do. So <laughs> what? No so, way. <laughs> I, it's close, but but yeah, the number three pick trading up. They're getting a quarterback, uh, and whatever quarterback they're getting, I'm eyeing up in a uh, in the dynasty draft, um, and even as a late round in a in a redraft league, just because you got Kittle to throw to, you got Ayuk on these on the the short dump offs. So I like it. Um, not a good season though, overall. Yeah. Uh, so I, unfortunately, we got to grade them on on how they performed last season, and I got I got to give them a C minus. 
Yeah, I'm giving him a C minus as well. Mm-hmm. Pretty, pretty locked in on on yeah. the C minus. So, yeah, I mean, overall, a little disappointing season for the 49ers, but looking good, looking good looking moving good. forward. So, mm-hmm. yeah, that wraps up our. Well, that wraps up all the team grade all episodes. The this was done. the last episode for the team grades for this season. Mm-hmm. Moving forward, all of our content will be looking ahead oh. to the next season. Oh, that which, sounds so good. I love hearing you say that. It's beautiful. Oh, this is beautiful. It's great. I can't wait. We're going to have a lot of hype for this yep. upcoming season. Mm-hmm. A lot of episodes during the offseason. We'll probably be continuing to upload two episodes per week up yep. until August. Uh, nice. Maybe ju- end of July, where you know we start, r- you know, ramping up for the season. Yep. So be prepared for that. Um, yeah. Thanks for watching. Please leave a review on whatever platform. Oh, I guess I said watching. Thanks for listening. Mm-hmm. Um, and whatever platform you're listening on, leave us a review. Uh, we love to hear you guys' feedback. What we can improve on. Yeah. Well, you want to uh, hear from us? Let us know that too. Yeah. Let us know what you guys think. We mm-hmm. uh, we're always looking for new ideas to do. So. Yeah, thanks for listening. We'll see you guys in the next episode.